Hi, hello, how are you, sunshine? Welcome to the Waves of Joy podcast. My name is Shauna Diddle. I am a small town girl from upstate New York. I'm a diagnostic medical sonographer, a certified personal trainer, digestive health specialist, six-figure entrepreneur, future functional medicine doctor, and conscious joy spreader. I am obsessed with helping you navigate the undercurrents of life. The time we spend together will teach you how to live simply, leave the mundane, travel the world, demystify happiness, and radiate joy. So get ready to massively uplevel your life starting today. Whenever you find yourself on the side of the majority, it is time to pause and reflect. Mark Twain. How often do we stay in something just because we don't know what's next? We are afraid of what people will say, and God forbid we fail. You are listening to somebody who is not afraid to quit. I mean, for the longest time I thought, can I even hold a job longer than five months? And then I thought, no, I can. I'm choosing not to. Now, some of you know me and have known me for a long time, and it's like, hey, Shauna, you travel. Like, every three months you have a new job. Like, that looks okay on your resume. It doesn't look okay on mine. Well, life happens, you guys. You know, sometimes the relationship doesn't work and we have to move across the country. Sometimes we have a family member fall ill and we have to move back home. Like, life is taking you down the road that you're supposed to be going down. And often we put up our own roadblocks mentally because we don't feel we are equipped to quit or to change. And there's something about the word quitting that sounds so negative. It's And it's a word that we've used to define people who don't really stick to their commitments. But today I want to offer you a different point of view. Because quitting isn't always for losers. It's actually reserved for winners. Now what does this look like? Well, first I want to ask you, when you talk to somebody, how do you know if somebody's genuinely happy? When all we say as Americans, when somebody says, how are you? Oh, I'm fine. How are you? I thought this was very, very interesting because I was reading in my book, um, The Noonday Demon, um, an atlas of depression, that it's our cultural norm when somebody says, how are you? Not so good is the standard for Russians, but for Americans, fine, thanks, how are you is our standard. And it's difficult for people to hear it's fine when you're from other countries because honestly, Who's fine? Whether you've quit something or you haven't quit something, we're all going through something. And now I'm not saying when somebody says, How are you? You're supposed to be like, Oh my God, let me tell you my life story. I'm not supposed to, I'm not, I don't mean that. But in speaking out words that are not true, we're also not living in our authentic self, for our authentic self. So think about that. And so when somebody says, Did you quit soccer? Did you quit that relationship? Did you quit going on that trip? Did you leave that job? It's a word that we've used to really define something that's negative. But let me tell you something. It takes a certain level of courage to quit or to admit something sucks. For example, working in the medical field 10 years of my life, you know what? Girls, they can suck. Drama can suck, okay? And if you work in a department with a lot of females, you can relate right now. And some of you are like, oh my God, yes, I hear this. They talk about other people. They bring their crap to work. Like leave your stuff at home at the door. 
But the beautiful thing for me, when I don't stay in a place for very long, whether it be a traveler or per diem or whatever the case may be, I don't get caught up in the drama. It allows me to stay removed from it. And in the positions that I have taken for longer periods of time, when I find that drama start to surface, I address the person, right? I I go to them and it's really hard. So that's why I say it takes a certain level of courage to also walk away from something that isn't working. If you have a department that's super, super negative and a manager that won't do anything about it or micromanages your department, just know that you have the option to quit and it takes courage and it takes confidence. And that's why people stay stuck in what's not serving them because they are afraid. So in a world that values plans, the number of years listed on your resume, company loyalty, I'm here to tell you quitting is for badass human beings, okay? Who see where they are, but also see where they want to be. And they've reserved the courage to walk away when something isn't working. Really think about that. We judge people based on their loyalty to things. If it's not working and you know it's not following your path or your purpose, leave. Because here's the thing. Here is the funny thing. That job that told you the pay range was pay, pay range was 75,000 to 100,000 a year. Okay? They told you up front that's the pay range, right? So it's been 5 years and hell yeah, you're at the $100,000 mark. You've reached it. You've reached the top. That's your max. Guess what? There's nowhere else to go. And the problem here is we get mad. We feel stuck. We blame everyone else for our situation. Yet, this should come as no surprise. The job did tell you up front what the pay range was. So why when we reach it, do we expect things to change? Why are we so afraid to quit and move forward? That corporate ladder is not changing anytime soon. If you love what you do, keep doing it. But don't act surprised when you've reached the top and there's nowhere else to go or grow. Now, I love change. I love to be challenged. I honestly, you guys, after 10 years of ultrasound, I know that there's always new anomalies and new things to learn to an extent, but I've taken all of my board exams. I worked in all the departments I wanted to work in and I'm, I'm done. I'm capped out. Like I feel like I can help people in a different way. And now it's hard to make that transition when I went to college, I got my bachelor's degree, like people are like, oh, you make good money. Yeah, I've made as much money as I can possibly make. If you want to make the most amount of money as an ultrasound tech, you travel. That's it. Your pay doubles, if not triples, depending on where you take an assignment. But I'm not money hungry. I'm not trying to reach the top of the corporate ladder. That's just not for me. The more I tell myself money is coming to me, I am financially independent, financially stable, the more I see it happening right in front of me. Now, I'm not sitting around twiddling my thumbs, but I'm also not chasing it. And because I'm not afraid to quit, I'm constantly seeing new opportunities. I'm constantly progressing. I'm constantly following my purpose and helping people in ways I didn't even know I could. So the truth is, because we're afraid to quit, we begin hopefully romanticizing that once we get there, in air quotes, wherever there is, things will be different whether it means the job or the relationship, your shit follows you. So if you're running from state to state, by the way, that's, it's not going to do anything. You need to, you need to quit what's not serving you. Maybe you need to quit avoiding yourself and how you're feeling. 
You can use this word in so many different ways, but it doesn't need to have a negative connotation to it. So here's the thing. You can stick out the job five more years because, well, hey, why not? You're comfortable. It's what you know. Or you can walk away and serve your higher purpose. The majority of us stay in shit that sucks for too long. I don't like to label my job hopping or relationship shopping as quitting, but I'm merely keeping my options open or looking for a new challenge. I'm certainly not one that enters into a relationship with, you know, let's see how far we can go, how far I can test this person until I go see if the grass is greener on the other side. Absolutely not. But I've learned a lot about myself in relationships too. And I've learned even more when I quit them, when I walk away from them, or when I've been hurt because they quit the relationship. Quitting doesn't mean that you can't learn something from it. There is a lesson in everything. So call it as you may. The point is you need to do it to grow. Because like I said in the beginning, Mark Twain, whenever you find yourself on the side of the majority, it's time to pause and reflect. Everybody in your department's been there 25 years, leave. Oh my God, run. (laughs) Put your notice in quick. And the same goes for relationships. You know, we enter into a relationship and he flat out says he doesn't ever want to be married again. He doesn't want kids. And we stay. We stay hoping for a change. But then five years goes by. Those five years, they go by so fast. And then we get mad, upset, and disappointed that we wasted so much time. And he didn't change his mind. But why? This should come as no surprise. He told you up front, just like that job told you up front, what he wanted. And it was your choice to not quit, to not walk away. It was your choice to stick around. You cannot be mad at anybody else besides your, yourself because you're afraid of getting uncomfortable. You're afraid of quitting. What if it's the best it ever, what if he's the best you'll ever get? Oh, don't give me that bullshit. Okay. You're amazing. And if your values don't align, then it's okay. It's okay. Now it's different if you enter into a relationship and he's like, well, maybe, maybe one day, maybe, maybe, maybe. We better keep readdressing the maybe because that may turn into never mind, I don't. And that's okay too. But don't avoid the tough conversations because that's where we grow. That's where we see what we want. That's what opens our eyes to living. We don't want to feel our feelings, but that is, that's the definition of being alive. If you don't feel anything, well, chances are you're dead. Yep, that's pretty much it. So I want to talk about why we choose not to quit. And I mentioned this a little bit, but there's three main reasons that I came up with. Number one, we don't know how. If it's all we've ever seen, you know, maybe our parents climbing the corporate ladder, maybe a really unhealthy relationship when it comes to, you know, uh, parents, aunts and uncles, grandparents, whatever the case may be. If it's all we've seen or known, We don't know how to take the next steps. So here's where I recommend getting a mentor, asking tough questions like, hey, how did you start investing in real estate? Hey, how did you trust someone again after your last relationship ended so badly? There's so much wisdom out there and wisdom is greater than experience. You don't need to go rewrite the book. The book is written. I promise you that. And not everybody's going to like you and not everybody's going to like your choices. Who cares? Who cares? I find myself pretty likable. But I have to tell you what, when I chose not to quit and I chose to move forward with writing my book, even though I was like, man, this is so vulnerable. What are people going to say? And then the negative comments came back from some people that I don't even know. I don't care. But you know what I mean? It hurt for a minute. 
but I chose not to quit because I know myself. And when I start something, I finish it and it feels good. And like I've said before, you guys, once you stop caring, you start living. So the main reason we don't quit is we don't know how. Number two, fear. What if we fail? What if the next job is even worse than this one and it pays less? What if you file for divorce and end up single for five years and they end up happy in five months? What if we lose friends because they don't support our decisions or we change colleges? I changed colleges, you guys, when I was going to school to be a teacher. In my first year, I switched colleges and all those girls that I called my besties that I lived with, not one of them spoke to me. If I had lived in fear of losing my friends, I would be an underpaid, unhappy teacher right now. And I love our teachers out there. Like, God bless you, but you need to be paid more. And I hope you keep advocating for your pay because you're not treated well and you need more money. Okay. And honestly, I said, I'd be unhappy because I didn't truly want to do that. But fear drives us to do things for other people instead of ourselves. So I'm proud of myself looking back. That was a huge milestone in me becoming who I am today at 32 years old. That was what, 15 years ago? So if you have fear within you, whatever it is, fear is the sole reason you should do something because succumbing to your fear means getting to the end of your life with a ton of regrets. The Top 5 Regrets of the Dying is a really great book. And between that book and between working in the hospital, all the different shifts, all the different departments, you see people, young and old, that live their life in fear. And they will talk your ear off because they have so many regrets, they want to tell you about it. They want to tell you not to do that. Don't make the same mistakes. So I'm here to tell you, just through my examples, through the life that I've lived so far, that fail. Fail forward. Don't be afraid of failing. Just fail forward. Learn something from everything. And the third reason we choose not to quit is because we have our identity tied to whatever this thing is. Who will we be without this? Who will we be without this relationship? Without this job title? Without this whatever it is? We have a death grip on labels and titles. And I've talked endlessly about this. It's what I speak on regularly. Loosen the labels. Because God forbid they fall by the wayside. I was Shauna the bodybuilder and then I got sick and and I lost a friend and decided not to do it again. Well, who was I now? It's taken me two years to figure that out. I'm not, and you're not, the label you place on yourself. You're not what you do. You're not the relationship that you're in. You are you. Without all other things, they can all fall away. You are still whole. Trust yourself that you don't need that job and you don't need that unhealthy relationship or you don't need that family drama. You're still you. So three reasons. What's your reason? Three reasons we choose not to quit. Number one, we don't know how. Number two, fear. Number three, a loss of identity. Now I know what you're thinking. It's easier said than done, Shauna. Yeah, you know what? I know. I've lived it. I'm in the midst of a huge transition in my life right now, and it's freaking heavy. I keep crying, and then I get sad, and then I'm happy, and then I'm like, okay, yeah, things are working out. And then it's like the the carrots dangling in front of me, and I'm almost there, and I can almost reach it, but there's no getting there. That's the beauty of life. There is no getting there. You get something, and then you want something else. 
So I'm just sitting in this very uncomfortable stage of my life. Here's the thing. Get to the other side of the suck. Quit. You have more opportunities. You have a broader view on what could be for your life and what you what you could you could do anything you want. You believe in what you can't yet see. That's what you need to do. And when you get on the other side of things, other side of quitting, the bad relationship, the job, whatever it is, you walk or run on the path less traveled to get to a destination better than you ever imagined. Because I thought about it and I'm like, Sean, you've made so many plans for your life. and <laughs> None of them have worked out. None of them. And I'm so happy they didn't. Like plans are funny. We are control freaks. Yet we're comfort freaks too. So when is it time to quit? Well, when you feel you've exhausted all your growth, whether that be in your job, your relationship, you're no longer moving forward or sharpening your skill set, or you're in a bad mood all, all the time, like beyond the point of no return, it's time to quit. If you don't like waking up in the morning, oh my God, change something, please. Some people didn't wake up today. Because we, when we don't quit, we end up burning out. We say things we don't mean. We do things we don't want to do. We act out of character. We act out of exhaustion. Burnout is actually one of the most emotionally expensive paths we can take. As I read more and more and more about depression and mental illness, let's face it, we need more love. We need more it's okay, it's not okay right now. And if your physical body isn't working for you, if you're not feeling well, your mental and emotional capacity goes out the window. Who here has run a marathon? Raise your hand. I can't see you. Somebody has. Some person has that's listening to this has ran a marathon. It's exhausting. That's a lot of work. It's a lot of training. Maybe you've done an Ironman. Maybe you've done a bodybuilding competition. However you've ever challenged yourself physically, that's great. I'm so proud of you. But think about how exhausted you are after an eight-hour workday with people that don't treat you well, that are negative, with it maybe just a job title you don't like anymore. It doesn't serve you. That's a different level of exhaustion. That's the road to burnout. So everything starts with your body. Your body is talking to you. Mine got sick before I was supposed to get on a plane to go to Africa. Yes, they made it back safely. Yes, there was a day that I was like, man, I should have went. But there was so much more of me that said, Shauna, you love yourself and this is a journey. And on this journey, you need to listen to your gut instinct. You need to listen to your body. It's all about investing in who we really want to be in the world. And sometimes that starts with, I quit. So remember, life isn't about getting to one place or finding one person or having one thing. It's the moment to moment experience of living. It's about walking away when it doesn't feel right anymore. It's about listening to that gut instinct. The only real truth of your existence is that little tiny voice within you. And it's about dropping who we think we should be and becoming who we are meant to be. Because listen, quitting is freedom. You don't have to quit. You get to quit. I love you so much. Be different. Be the change in this world. Follow your heart always. And be kind. Give back. Drink your water. Eat your veggies. And smile.